Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time for episode 666 of Who Charted, the show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached Checkpoint Rocktober on your way back to summer 2024. I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Linklater, Howard Kramer. And with me, as always, Brett Peter. BPM, Pietro Morris, <laughs> starred. What's up, starred? What's going on, man? Happy 666. Thank you. You this too is a, as well. This is a huge landmark for the show. This is massive. This was the aim, was to get here and um, to celebrate metal, yeah. and to celebrate <laughs> Satan. And uh, <laughs> I think we should just keep it at And it happened in Rocktober. Yeah. And we hit it in Rocktober. It's an October miracle. Planned that, since the beginning. It's exciting Exactly. Stuff. Let's get our very special guest. Yeah, a perfect guest for this episode. We're excited to have him, a heavy metal icon and in his own right <laughs> and hilarious. Please welcome back to the charts, Brian Posehn. What's up, Brian? Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> Love the music, guys. Yeah. Hey, Felice Rocktober to you. And right back at you. Are you doing anything special to celebrate as Rocktober a uh, big deal over there? Uh, I mean, October is and rock always is. Okay. Uh, you don't no, need no a special shows month that, to celebrate. I'm going to see uh, Brendan Small's band in a couple of nights. A uh, little death clock down in uh, Orange County. Oh, very cool. Oh, nice. Very be cool. sick. Boom. Along with the baby metal. Are you familiar with the baby metal? Yeah, yeah. Baby metal from yeah, yeah. Japan. I love yeah. baby metal. Are they playing together or are those separate games? Yes. Oh, wow. That is, a, that is one show. Damn. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, congratulations to him. That's huge. Does he, does he also have a following in Japan? I don't know. I'm sure he's toured there. Uh, yeah. I'm jealous. I've been wanting to go there myself forever. Yeah, they would be hungry for your metal stylings over there, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I might have sold a couple of records there. Who knows? Yeah, right on. Yeah, fun to get out there and find out. Well, uh, we got exciting stuff. We're going to be counting down the music and movies. Let's get right into it. And first, I'm going to live wrap the history of recorded music. Feel free to join in if you want. Uh, it'll be over quick. <laughs> <laughs> Music. We used to play LPs, 8-tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? GPT? Chat. Tunes. Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> All right. So today's music chart, we're going to do uh, the top five metal uh, songs on Spotify. Nice. Okay. Uh, I wasn't even aware they had this chart. I wasn't and either. 
I don't recognize a single thing on it. <laughs> Perhaps metal. this is the uh, modern day headbangers ball. This is now where the kids yeah. go for their rock. Yeah, we'll see what the kids are listening to. This is going to be shit that I d- I'm not even familiar with. Yeah. Brand new see, metal. We'll see what we think. Yeah, I mean, I try to stay on top of it. I had a um, a DJ show up to till fairly recently um, that I was, and I was trying to stay on, you know, and play new stuff too, not just Judas Priest over and over. But yeah, but it's hard, right? There's so much new stuff flooding out from different directions. It's hard to find a centralized place to get it. Right. I think metal is an interesting genre because I th- I think fans in general hate more metal than they love, but they're yes. so passionate about what they love. Metal fans are the worst, man. <laughs> <laughs> there's I- so many subgenres, and there's just so much that you have to stand against as a metal fan. I mean, since I was a kid, there were guys. You know, we grew up in Metallica country, and yeah. or I did, and uh, during that time, you know, I was in high school when they broke out, and like they were, we they we were so proud that they were from the Bay Area and all that, and then still, I had a, a dude I knew named Dylan who hated them on the <laughs> second record. He's like, they fucking sold out, man. Yeah, all that acoustic shit, <laughs> all that acoustic shit at the beginning, and uh, you know, and like, yeah. he's like, they're not as heavy, and I'm like, actually, they're heavier. Like this, yeah. Ride the Lightning is a fucking heavier record than Kill 'Em All. He probably turned it like, off once he heard. But uh, yeah, the twenty second intro a, to fight fire with fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just turn it off before it starts. One of the yeah. heaviest songs they've ever. Because his stepmom <laughs> said, "Oh, that's pretty." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She likes it. <laughs> There's always been a Dylan to fucking ruin things in metal. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm still growing out of the phase as a metal fan where you're supposed to stand against punk or you're like look down on punk or there's a divide in a way uh, where like you always I, you like a lot of it but it was sort of like I don't know there was a there was a sort of divide where I wasn't exposed to in the bay there was less of that because it yeah. was it was actually pretty united where I grew up in and because uh, my my only friends I had at the uh, middle of high school they were punk kids and they they would make fun of me daily, but we were still friends. <laughs> <laughs> and what were they listening right. to? So they, what were, they were more into Dead Kennedys. And they were exactly uh, Fear. Uh, um, I love Fear. TSOL. Right. On. I have these kids who told me that they actually did uh, shit in a TSOL song, and I believed them for like a day. <laughs> what that they were on the record? No, that they. Uh, Fuck dead people, because uh, <laughs> that was the thing that TSOL purported to do. Right, right. Yeah. Hey, we just did it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were down at the Sonoma Mortuary the other night. I miss when the mystique was that strong that you might believe it for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's so many rumors. Punk was, well, punk rock was so crazy. Yeah, you were like, well, they might just do that. Who knows? Yeah, you're scared. Mm-hmm. They All put right. gel in their hair and make it look like a <laughs> egg white. <laughs> so Lady <hair>. Liberty. <laughs> All right, coming in at number five. Number five. This is Each Soul with Altercation. Altercation. 
Whoa. They got soft, dude. <laughs> Guy's instrumental outfit. Oh, there he is. I gotta say, this is way different than the, what I was expecting. I did I thought it was gonna be really noisy and and uh, yeah. yeah, this is top five metal on Spotify. Yeah, I don't. I'm not familiar with them. They're proggy. I, I like yeah, uh, proggy. Before the singer came in, the drummer was doing some interesting things. Uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, and I like the way it build or built. A lot of yeah, stops and starts. But then There's, that vocals, the vocal comes in and it's so kind of mess. So yeah, kind of wussed up. That's why the drummer had to pound the uh, pound so hard to make <laughs> up for that. Like, those worst vocals. He's apologizing for what's about to come. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it almost sounds like he keeps wanting to stop the song. Our singer's kind of generic, so get ready. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy these cymbal hits. Yeah. That's what I I find insane how many singers break the band, especially within within metal or within a lot of new stuff, at least to my ears, where I'm like, Mm -hmm. but I know that that's how a lot of stuff I like hits other people, but it's, it's usually about the singer. For sure. All right. Coming in at number four. Number four. Imminence with Desolation. think he's upset why'd it go underwater <laughs> <laughs> what were they called altercation they were, semen imminence 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 i didn't hate it at first uh yeah once again i not the music wasn't bad but we got to revoke this guy's license to whisper and then scream i mean yeah. that's <laughs> the, uh, it's like the auto-tune of metal at this point of rock yeah it had that early 2000s sound that won't go away. Or even earlier, it kind of reminded me of Korn a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. That soft, the, the sort of wuss vocal with yeah. the with the screaming. Yeah. yeah. And the it's like, I don't know how yeah. you really sound. You're like a voiceover actor. Like, which character <laughs> are you? <laughs> um, I would actually listen to a, a, a metal song where it's just the the coming attractions guy singing <laughs> in a world. In a world awesome. <laughs> That's yeah. like a, like that um, Viking movie. The yeah. Chris yeah. Lee, Christopher Lee used to do vocals for that yes. band uh, Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. It's like the cheesiest prog metal band that Chris Lee would sing for. Um, I've it heard great. it. Um, all right, coming in at number three. Number three. I prevail 
with There's Fear in Letting Go. He auditioned for the wrong band, but they're like, no, you should (laughs) do that. Be our metal singer. Sounds like a metal boy band. Yeah. Oh, he's he's uh, he's going through puberty. Wow. Nah. Brian, who started that whole thing? Was it Linkin Park? Park. Yeah, they did, right? I think so. I mean. Yeah. They were the first ones. That's what that reminded me of. In Evanescence. Right. With the female vocal doing that. Right. But they they started. And I actually liked Amy Lee's voice or do like Amy Lee's voice. I think it works better. With these guys, it's, you know, it's a guy from the valley crying like a wuss over the forest, right? Yeah. And he should be getting hard. And then a dude with a backwards baseball cap goes, yeah. Uh, yeah, it pisses it's me that they're influential so- still. It feels uh, yeah, like I never got on board, and I had metal friends go, "Man, you got to see Lincoln Park live," and I'm like, "No, I actually don't. I, I do. I do not." It no, I mean, I saw adult. them. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> right, I saw them live just because they were part of the bill of other bands I wanted to see. And no, you didn't have to see them live. One of the people guys love them. You yeah. know, people love them, but I never that poppy type metal. I mean, yeah. I don't like a lot of the stuff that was happening in the nineties and two thousands. Yeah. Like Godsmack is doing like a reunion show, and I'm just like, oh, I hated why? Right. I hated that. I didn't like Disturbed. I didn't like you know, yeah. Down with the sickness and whatever. <laughs> I liked it when uh, Joey Cheesy did it in um, the Dawn of the Dead movie, but. Yeah. Okay. Well, is there a derogatory term for that stuff in the metal community? Mallcore. Some of. Mallcore. I remember Mall-core. that. Yeah. Good. Uh, I like that. S- strip club metal. Right. But I like some of that. I liked, you know, I've always liked Rob Zombie and right. Pantera. Love, you love that. And that can yeah. be that can be strip club metal too. Yeah. But I used to hear silent lucidity quite a bit in the Queensryche. <laughs> Queensryche. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> some good prog rock. Right there. Twenty That's- years ago a buddy came from a strip club and went, Hey man, there's this song, uh, it was like, dun, 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 and I was like, uh, you're at a strip club and you heard Pantera? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing a, uh, someone that. dance to Pantera at cl- uh, Jumbo's Clown Room. <laughs> nice. And I was like, hey, there you go. Good taste. <laughs> if you can make it work, mm-hmm. if you can make Cemetery Gates work on the oh, pole, yeah. like, you know, more power to you. That's awesome. <clears throat> um, all right, coming in at number two. Number two, asking Alexandria. Mm, these guys have been around a while now. Okay, with Psycho. I'm feeling out of my mind. I've got to feel so alive. No, I'm not going to die because I'm the psycho. 
what? They go pentatonics on it. What? They go in boy band there for. That sounds like Backstreet right there. It does. This is yeah. That's Backstreet metal. Damn. I mean, I actually before that part, I thought it was the best one so far. I liked the lick. And then I thought um, the production sounded good. Yeah, and then that. They uh, went to Orlando on us. I get what they're doing, but I don't like it. No. It's just a strange been generation, around, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they've been around at least 10 years now. I, I saw them like at a um, Golden Gods Awards when they first broke. But uh, they, I, they no, never were my cup of tea. And then that's that's their new stuff. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like Imagine Dragons or something. Like, yeah. 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 So. They must so be pop. hanging out with a weird group of people that's like into boy band and mm-hmm. metal. There's just got to be a weird. I don't know that that's a new thing. I mean, maybe that, it, but that other song kind of reminded me of that too. Uh, yeah. The song before this. But I mean, it's a trend. We'll it's hard to imagine because this stuff feels so easy to make fun of. And metal in general has been so directed at young male testosterone aggression and stuff that it's difficult for me to understand like who this obviously is so popular, but who is just I think like it's unironically fun. loving this. <laughs> I think it's the ass, the people, those kids that are eating ass now, like that's a big thing. <laughs> and um, still, this, that was like two years ago, but this is now what they've graduated to, you know, they've, yeah. you know, now it's, it's like good they, ass they, eating music. They, they're making boy metal sound like boy bands. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. Tweet at us live if you can answer. Yep, go ahead. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's very skewed towards Spotify, this chart. Like, oh, yeah. You know, maybe this really just scoops up a certain type of listener. Uh, but uh, this is a great reason why maybe we're not all caught up exactly with metal. Um, true. It's gone astray, perhaps. No, but there's still good... Things Still being produced, I've heard yeah. recent stuff. Yeah, and this isn't it. But yeah. like he was saying, if you you got to you know the goal, you got to dig because a lot of the metal fans are against the metal. This yeah. to right. me sounds like the stuff they'd be against. Yeah, yeah. There's so many sub communities. You just find a good group of people that can tip you off to like the good shit, and there's tons of it. Um. All right, here's number one. Number one. Oh, this is interesting. This is a collab. This is Bring Me the Horizon with Lil Uzi Vert with Daryl Palumbo and Glassjaw. Oh, I'm not going to like this, I don't think. This is called called Amen. Uh, I hope you have fun. This makes me want to go punch a hot topic. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like singing competition metal or something. Uh, Like like all those vocal shows. They've been around a while, too. They all have such a... 
they all melding together in an ugly Wait, way. Do you have anything uh, handy saying where those bands are from? I believe asking Alexandria and Bring Me the Horizon, I believe that they're British, both of them, mm. and that they the kids are now in their 30s. Well, you, yeah, you're right. Bring I mean, Me the Horizon. Both those bands were around like 10 years ago. Yeah, Bring yeah. Me the Horizon formed in 2004, and they're British. Oh, so these are oh, so even bands. 20 years. Yeah. Wow. It's still like Maybe Spotify is just new. a bad place to find the new metal. But yeah, I can tell you a lot that of the that British I... bands they used to improve rock and roll. Now they take the worst of American. No, rock but there was this. There, yeah, there was this trend that came out like I guess twenty years now. <laughs> I yeah. can't even believe it's been that long. But yeah. uh, let's yeah. innovate. What are they doing? And they haven't done much with rap. Let's admit that as well. For the <laughs> amount of time they've had, they haven't done much with it. Oh right, I still like Anthrax and Public Enemy. I still feel like they, that. Yeah, they that right. is classic, and uh, yeah. I feel bad that uh, <laughs> they created this other whole genre. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I also too- feel like sometimes I feel like the Mike Patton, for as brilliant as he is, oh, vocally, yeah, he, he kind yeah. of started maybe like as an. There's influence. a little blame on on uh, Faith no more blame, for sure. Yeah, yeah. like like. Some of these guys try to do that hot and cold, whatever you call it, vocal style, and it's just not as cool as the way he does it. No. Uh, Well, that is metal, uh, at least on Spotify. There's better stuff out there. Look for it, gang. Maybe we'll have some in the hot picks. And we'll be right back with the movie chart. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I'm H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest, Brian Posehn and Brett Morris. And this is The Movie Chart. (laughs) Movies, they used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. Most of them, I am not a client. People on the big screen are giant movies. All right, let's see what's bringing people back into the theaters. All right, coming in at number five. Number five. The Blind. It is the drink. He becomes the devil's eye. Yo. I ain't bringing a preacher man around here. I heard you might be needing one. The true story of the Robertson family. Whoa. (laughs) Every movie's now a religious movie. We've never had so many religious movies in the top five. So is yeah, that what that is? We, where did we come down on this last week? Was it a religious movie? I remember it being like hard to to figure out. This is the first time I'm seeing it. Well, <laughs> Apart if from you've our never show heard of the week. actors, or if it's like Jim Caviezel, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Caviezel's the biggest guy. It's religious. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in 19, oh no, this was the, this was the crazy duck dynasty origin. Oh, this, yeah, this is even crazier. Yeah. In in 1960s, Louisiana, future duck dynasty star, Phil Robertson falls in love and starts a family, but his demons soon threaten to tear everyone apart. How about that? Insane. Duck dynasty origin (laughs) story movie. Oh my God. I mean, that's way worse than It's bringing me back to... COVID schmovid. I'm going to the theater. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Coming in at number four. Number four. The creator. <laughs> yeah, it's just a kid. Also sounds religious. I'm not sure it is. Well, that's what the Hollywood figured out to make these sound like they might be about Jesus. So that's actually, you're probably right. This is sci fi. like a little girl now but she's growing whoever has that kid wins the war you want, huh? oh yeah it has dream on what do you want sweetie for robots to be free i wish that one was more about Ooh. jesus <laughs> oh hey uh so Roger yeah. Waters, I want to talk about Roger Waters for a second. Yeah. He, he's on tour. I guess he's just, he's performing some part of his catalog or one of the Pink Floyd albums or something. I think he's doing Dark Side of the Moon Redux mm. or whatever. He like re-recorded Dark Side of the Moon, which is just insane. Uh, insane. <laughs> insane did he thing think, to do. Did he think... He did, did he do it for the, getting the rights to it, like Taylor Swift, or he wanted to redo it? I like, think he... That first one sucked. I think probably both. I think he probably did it for rights reasons, but he wrapped it around language of like, I'm updating it to the way I originally envisioned it and mm. adapting it to now and stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, so anyway, he was doing a show the other night somewhere and um, he just started reading out of his autobiography for like an hour, they said. Yeah. Yeah. And he just the- like sat down and just started reading. Like boring passage, like confusing, weird passages from his book, uh, stories that went to nowhere. Yeah, and people disappointing. Were, yeah, and Ooh, people were yelling at him, and then he was telling the audience to like shut the fuck up and pay attention, and and that they can't be talking and stuff like that. Like <laughs> they said, he was like a schoolmaster or a crazy old man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw him right when uh, when Trump had won, and and uh, he was amazing. But was yeah, that at Staples? I think yeah, I saw that show yeah. too, where he had like the Trump like blimp, like pig blimp or whatever it flying over pretty, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was losing some people that night, but uh, I thought it was pretty yeah. pretty yeah. good. And he was still on top of it. Uh, but I've yeah. heard that he was kind of. He's been saying some questionable things in the in the press in the last couple of years too, where you're kind of sure. like, "Oh no, are you not saying you. yeah they, yeah?" So you're not drinking Rogers water? <laughs> 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 nice. We can. They were a band I didn't uh, dig like, in high school, but I got so into Pink Floyd after high school. You know, yeah, they weren't heavy enough for me when I was sixteen, but. Uh, Later, you know, they're one of my favorite bands now. Yeah. The heaviness is in, I mean, animals 
I consider to be heavy, even if it doesn't have tons right. of distortion. Right, right. Just kicks ass. But uh, they're one of those bands where you're always trying to figure out, like, yeah, like for years I was just kind of like, why don't they just fucking bury the hatchet and get back together? Like, this is insane. Probably both David Gilmour and Roger Waters are hard, difficult or whatever. Yeah. But then, like, as the years went on, at least recently, it, you're kind of thinking, like, oh, yeah, it's Roger Waters. <laughs> He's probably a nightmare. I gave up on that ever happening a couple yeah. of years ago, but I used to be like, oh, that's... <sighs> They would, they they would press their own money if they if they started touring, you know? Yeah. They were capable of it for a long time, too. Yeah. Like they could have just sounded like themselves. What's number three? Number Movies. three <laughs> is Saw X. This one came out of nowhere. I didn't even know there was a, a Saw X coming. I saw this one. Oh, you like it? I did like it, yeah. I've been catching up on all the Saw movies you for saw the first it? time. I you saw it. Did you saw, saw X it? <laughs> it's not X-rated. What happens then? Your whole life happens It's crazy. So this one takes place um, between Saw 1 and 2. So it's like a... Semi prequel. Oh wow! Um, and it gives you way more backstory than any of the other saws do. Like it, the first like you know third of the movie is that what is people are asking dramatic. for? I know <laughs> the saws are absurd. Like that's what I'm learning watching through the series now. I have a totally different view on it than I did from the outside. What was the Chris in. Rock one. I think that one was Spiral, maybe, or something. Yeah. I haven't gotten wasn't to that, that part one of, Wasn't that part of the Saw universe? It is, yeah. But I, I haven't gotten to that one yet. I heard it's awful. But yeah. uh, um, they're, I don't know. They're fun movies. I'm enjoying it. And what, I, what surprised me about the movies is they made one a year for so many years, and they all tie in together exactly like a TV series. Like, you're almost meant to watch it like a TV series because – the way it leaves you off of each episode yeah. like goes directly into the next one and they tie up every loose end you never even thought was a loose end. Like it's really funny the way it just keeps on going back to the first two and filling in all these gaps you didn't even know. Um, it's like obsessively tying up loose ends in a, in a funny way. That sounds good. I didn't know. Yeah, for something that that came out is just it's all about the gore they're yeah. actually they're actually kind of smart they're kind of smart and it's like these fun and it's kind of funny in a in that sort of ridiculous way where you're just like yeah at, at this point it's not even scary because you know right. jigsaw so well yeah yeah and he's almost the good guy in a lot of ways like he's just punishing right. bad people and you're just kind of like oh what kind of trap will he think of next like these escape rooms but uh, there's no mystery anymore to, like, what's going on. Like, in the first two, you're like, who is this guy? What's going on? Right. Now it's just, like, this really elaborate TV series almost. Yeah, X did the same thing. It still fills in those first two Saw movies. So you got to see those two at least before you see X. Oh, I, I've seen up to this one, I think. Hey, I got a new, I got a new theory on why Elon Musk changed Twitter to X. Because... Yeah. A lot of times you just click on anything that has an X, like you, you use it to like turn off ads and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's just like, oh, people just always click on that. I'm going like, to turn off Facebook and, oh, where am yeah. I? Yeah, yeah. Might be on to something. All right, coming in at number two. Number two. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie. 
What? <laughs> it's a Rocktober classic. When our world is threatened, one team. There you go. That guy can be in the metal band. Did he say lunch? Uh, no. <laughs> I said lunch. Paul. Some. Uh, the kids are still loving the young. <laughs> they love animated stuff. The kids. <laughs> uh, we dodged that. My my guy's fourteen, so we we didn't get Paw Patrol over here. He knew his friends, uh, younger brothers and sisters. But uh, is now is he into metal like you, or what? What is he? Because fourteen is his, the the formative age. So whatever he's getting into right now is gonna last. I think. He's playing guitar, uh, so nice. no, he's uh, he's learning Money Waters right now, and he's oh, uh, cool. uh, he's like a blues guy. We took him and uh, we saw um, Buddy Guy recently, and nice. uh, he, he nice. loved it. And, um, he likes everything. He's likes metal. He loves good hip hop. Biggie is like his favorite, and he's into uh, you know Wu Tang Clan, and so it's oh, it's all. Cool. It's all nice. me schooling him, and then and then him kind of deciding to go back to certain things. Uh, you know, I I might have pushed Metallica a little harder than I should, but uh, <laughs> so we went. He's it. been and he enjoyed it, but he and he's seen Iron Maiden and shit like that, and nice. you know, so uh, he likes pretty broad, and he also uh, because he his favorite movie is The Big Lebowski, so he loves. What um, the dude loves. So he's like playing sure. Credence in his room and shit like that. It's, it's the nice. Eagles. It's yeah. the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does not enjoy the Eagles. That's not, <laughs> you know, that's unusual though. Cause I find like with my nephews and it feels like a lot of young people, they don't, there's less interest than ever in learning anything from before their time. Like, well, he's the opposite. He doesn't want to know impressive. anything about pop music or anything. Yeah. Uh, he loves seventies movies We've st still like we broke down the R barrier maybe a year and a half ago, and he's seen. Uh, he just saw Full Metal Jacket and loved it. Um, he's got really good taste. He loved The Godfather. Uh, you know, read the book nice. right after we he saw the movie. We let him see the movie, and he got obsessed. And uh, yeah, he's he's a good dude. The R barrier. All Congrats right. on that. Bringing up a good kid. His way around. <laughs> All right. Coming in at number one. Number one. The Exorcist Believer. This I want to see. Definitely. It's gotten horrible reviews. Ah, I'll go. But, anyway. uh, you know. I see most horror anyway, most yeah. mainstream. <laughs> Is this Pazuzu again? Must be. Are you looking for Reagan? Are you looking for Reagan? Whoa! Reagan's in hell! Reagan's strong! Wow. You know, it's weird that they're still tying it back to the first one. <laughs> like, I kind of feel like you can go on to new Exorcists. Yeah, I think... Exorcist well, 3 was good. I think Blue Mass, they had... 
success with, and it's the same producers, right? With doing that with the Halloween relaunch and right. I don't know. I think that's what. Well, the first Halloween, this, but, the uh, first Halloween yeah. remake was good, and then yeah, heard, then I they fell the, off. Then it completely fell off. The third one was. And it made me sad almost because I was, I actually had hopes for him. I really liked the first one yeah, a lot. Yeah, and then too. the uh, second one was kind of a mess. Some of my friends liked it less than I did. I, I still enjoyed some of the kills and, you know, <laughs> the more people you put him up against, the more ridiculous it looks. Like when he's yeah. just slaughtering firemen, it's like, oh, no, like, well, he's like a superhero. It's like, it's like killing the Justice League because firemen are real heroes, you know, and <laughs> yeah. he's just murdering these good dudes <laughs> who live together and eat chili and, and yeah, <laughs> in a firehouse. Yeah. Like, oh, we got to go out to the old Myers house. Oh, we'll be back. I'll beat you at Scrabble, buddy. And then, nope, they all get murdered by this fucking thing that, uh, and they kind of, I liked, I didn't like it first when Rob Zombie gave Michael Myers a backstory. And the more I look back at that one, I just watched uh, his first Halloween recently. Yeah, I Second it. one's, he does some experimental things that I don't completely think work, but. I still enjoyed it, but the first one I really like. Yeah, uh, I, I remember liking that one. But because uh, the original is my all-time favorite movie or, or all-time oh, really? favorite horror film, it's so yeah. good. Yeah, the first. The yeah, I don't know exactly when Mike Myers became supervillain level powers, like like as if he was born on another planet and he's he can literally just beat a hundred people in a fight. <laughs> like I remember from the first one, it just seemed like just a really scary, re realistic serial And that's killer. what was scary about him was that yeah. it, it was unexplained. He did, you know, no one knew why he was like that. Yeah. And then to kind of explain it is such a nineties <laughs> or two thousands thing that people yeah. were doing. Yeah. You know? Hey, these properties, they tend to get bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, that have even happened with Seinfeld. To where, like, it was just crazy over the top in the uh, later uh, oh, episodes. Right. So that's, right. that's almost like what I'm liking about Saw is that they've built the over-explanation into the format of the whole thing. So it's just almost becoming funny how over-explained it, it all is, including the new one. We are like, we all, I already feel like I understand his motivations after the first couple, but they keep adding on other stuff <laughs> to his origin story where you're like, all right, wow. Now he's really yeah. motivated to create these traps. I'm not going to see Paw Patrol, but uh, I'll definitely see uh, Saw, Saw Patrol. Exorcist. Saw Patrol. There you go. Yeah. Saw Patrol. Yeah. That should be the new one. Uh, well, right on. That's what's bringing him back into the theaters. And we'll be right back with the hot picks. The hot picks. <laughs> The third chart is the hot picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. All right, we'll see if we did better than Spotify, rock metal, whatever that was, with our picks. Let's find out. These are the hot picks. All right, coming in at number five. Number five. We got Howard's first pick. This is Claire Dunn with Ready for a Fight. This is a country lady. She's tough, though. Listen in. 
Okay. <laughs> Ready to fight? I like that. Where'd you Where'd you hear that? Uh, I scour the country charts, um, so I find the good stuff. Yeah, but that's just one of the good ones. Uh, I don't. I mean, a lot of modern country, but uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, was I could all send right. you. A good, I I could send you a good list. I'm on it, and I find the stuff like that. She cuts right to the chase. It's kind of a gritty story. But it's empowerment without it being like, you know, candy ass, you know? Yeah, or a beer commercial. Yeah. Do you remember when um, Zach Wilde, before Black Label Society, he came out with a band Pride and Glory? Yeah, I like some of and that. And they were like country metal, and I liked it. Yeah. It was good. I almost yeah. wish he stayed in that direction. Um, all right, coming in number four. Number four. This is my first pick. This is... Uh, Ty Siegel, he's got a new c- single out. It's got A and B sides that I both really love. Um, he's a San Francisco guy. This is Eggman. Donkey. Yeah. Here we go. swing to it yeah that's interesting it's really different i like how the things are hard panned in it yeah is, that a, lot of is that a young person or is that a older dude or he's been around for a little while i don't know but uh um, okay. it's got like 20 albums oh wow he's got a lot he's, of stuff he's real prolific but uh yeah i like really it was like call and response almost like gang, 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 gang. yeah yeah, I didn't uh, know where that riff was going, and I, I wound up liking it. Totally. Um, the second song on the single is called The Void, which is also really good. All right, coming in number three. Number three. This is Brian's pick. This is Extreme with Hashtag Rebel. 
was Nuno Betancourt on guitar. Guessing it has an amazing solo. Yeah, he he rips it. <laughs> yeah, he's. Do you play um, that to your youngster when you guys are having tensions? <laughs> uh, no, uh, we went and saw them though, and, and uh, we were laughing. I I told my son, I go, dude, he played all the notes, and he goes, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't shortchange us on notes. Tonight. No. I was saying in the break, like I feel like I'm a bigger Nuno fan than I am an extreme fan, but I but I like yeah. them. they have some. I've cool always stuff. been my relationship with the with liking the band was like they came when I was in so much into thrash metal and yeah. and I was working at a record store too, so I was a cynical bastard. You know, I was For that sure. typical tower guy. And then in Sacramento, and they came out, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. But I immediately was drawn to his guitar playing. Yeah. And I like when they're some of their songs, Get the Funk Out, it really grew on me. Yeah. But uh, Come Out and Play, I like how catchy it was. And, and uh, I feel like this catches or captures what was likable about Extreme 30 years ago. Now, right. I, I think it's cool that a bunch of 50 year old dudes could actually write 10 songs again that, uh, cause it's kind of blown up on rock radio, like in yeah. their tour exploded. Like they sold out everywhere this year and, and every like older dude that t- has a podcast or a YouTube video where they talk about metal. Every guy talked about that guitar so- uh, solo in the first song in rise. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and that's how I felt when I heard it. I was like, "Wow, I can't believe my favorite record of this year is extreme." I would, I thought I would never ever <laughs> say that because uh, it's not like they were ever my thing. Right. There's a ton of buzz about that guitar solo, which was fun for me to yeah. see too. I just haven't seen that much buzz about. Oh my god, you got to hear what this guy's doing on this one solo. You know and, who um, else is ripping it in almost sixty years old now and like kind of kind of a joke in the 80s because of their Christianity striper people always oh, yeah. made fun of them sure, and of course. their new sure stuff the their last three or four records because once I heard the new one I went my I buddy it. goes oh yeah man they've been putting out some good stuff yeah uh, they rip they it's not the totally. heaviest it's not slayer you know right but it's it's better than you think and uh, that guy yeah. can still sing. Um, Who would have known, Michael. like, I remember thinking so long ago, like, this genre, like, these bands, even even Metallica and stuff, like, they're not going to be able to do 
what the stones have done or whatever because it's just an intense physical type of music and yeah. screaming but then I'm like I don't know my god I, they're so last good Metallica tour they were amazing uh, they were yeah. great they yeah. got Apple watches now they're staying <laughs> yeah now I remember thinking like how will they be able to do it and then even like new Exodus records and stuff like they yeah. sound awesome like that and I didn't like go to Old Chella but I, I heard Old Chella was amazing it, people yeah. said that uh all the old timey metal guys Power put trip. on a great show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Judas Priest still, I only saw them for the first time like maybe six years ago, seven years ago, and they blew me away how good they were. Oh, yeah. That was one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Um, the best. All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. This is a band. This is my pick. This is uh, Twin Temple. Have you heard of these guys? This no. is a really funny group. They're like, I think they're a duo. And it's super doo-wop, like it sounds like oldies, but it's all Satanist. Um, uh, so this is Twin Temple with Burn Your Bible. And you got to listen to the lyrics. But it's like good. It sounds like the Ronettes. Okay, let, me, let me fast forward here. It's like Black Sabbath. another single I like that it sounds like a Motown Christmas album yeah exactly like the Ronettes or whatever like Phil um, uh, Phil Spector but um, there's another one called Be a Slut which is uh, which is fun too Um, you gotta read the lyrics along with it though to to really make out what she's saying there's some clever stuff in there All right, coming in at number one Number one. This is Howard's pick. This is Paul Cawthon with 25 Tequilas. We heard this guy. He's got that other weird song, Wild Man. But uh, he's kind of like, I don't know. It's it's a dumb country rappy kind of song, but it's got a good hook. All right. I don't know what my mind was on when I walked in the bar. I was going for it. I was going hard. Double vision, double fist and double trouble. It's like an old Jim Stafford kind of song. Well, I started with the good stuff, ended with the good enough wound up. I like the production. Like it's, mm-hmm. it almost sounds like a Beck song or something. Yeah. 
the trombones and stuff. Yeah, it's just a lot of crazy yeah, shit. This guy happening. makes weird songs. He made that other one, Wild Man, where he sounds like uh, Macho Man Randy Savage or something. <laughs> yeah. But it's like you should do a video with like a Trans Am just doing donuts because it feels <laughs> like it should be over, uh, you totally. know, Smokey and the Bandit the sequel. Right, right. Yeah, it's got that old time feel. <laughs> yeah, like Jerry Reed having a guest spot on it. Mm hmm. Um, good stuff. All right. That was well, cool. Good. What's yeah. that guy's name? Uh, Paul Coffin. P A uh, Coffin. C A U T H E N. And he's like the he's just like the drunken hillbilly that gets arrested on episodes of Cops or you know Ronnie right. Dobbs. You know. Ronnie Dobbs. Nice. Um, shout out to that. Um, hey, thank you so much for joining us. This was a perfect 666. We learned about a lot of metal today we didn't know about. And I hope you had a good time as well. Is there anything you want to send the listeners to? Oh, of mine? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've got a lot of, if you like comical books, <laughs> that's what I was uh, doing during COVID. And they're all finally coming out. Uh, I, I've got a um a time travel police procedural wow, wow. <laughs> that i wrote with a buddy of mine called rifters coming out in uh may and in march this thing that i'm really really stoked on i wrote with uh um rick remender and it's about skateboarding in the 80s and it's called grommets I just woke up one morning during COVID and went, I want to write a, a comic book about skateboarding in the 80s and call it Grommets. <laughs> I called Rick because he skated in the 80s. Uh, I was terrible, but I loved it. Mm, and I, I fell all the time. I broke kind of everything I could break mm -hmm. um, it's within a, a couple of short sport. years. Yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> and I thought I had, I you know, I had Tony Hawk's build at the time. I was yeah. skinny and, you know, now I, I'm now I'm like three Tony Hawks, but, uh, <laughs> Tony, not Tony, the, Tony, not in a good way. Yeah. There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But anyway, grommets through image comics all and right. then .com, all that shit. Yeah. Okay. Excited for that. And congratulations on that. And start Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Go to, uh, cbbworld.com. Um, find out all the new stuff we're putting out there. Go to improvforhumans.com. Um, again, putting out all kinds of great content there, uh, and go to whochartedpod.com to support this show and hear two charted Absolutely. every single week Get all the old back episodes. Yeah. We've been having a lot of fun on two charted. It's the show after the show where we catch up, uh, go through a lot of obscure videos and songs and topics and, uh, we have fun on there. Yeah, and rewinds from old episodes and stuff. It's fun to do that. Yeah. And also uh, check out uh, Grift Horse, my podcast with Megan Beth Keister. You can earn money listening to that one. Everybody has. And also check out haveasummer.com. Pick up an awesome stories DVD or have a summer t-shirt. And we will see you right here next week on Who Charted. Charted.